Hello, and welcome to the Bear Claw Podcast. Uh, first off, I'd like to apologize for last week's episode. Something happened with the editing or something, and it got all messed up. So sorry for that one. But hopefully this one we will have our proper intro. I am your host, Omar Delgado. With me, as always, Zachary Stein, hey. also known as Stein. And back on wax with us, our resident Packer fan, Isaac Turgeon. Greetings. As we welcome you in, the Bears fucking got their fifth straight home win against the Atlanta Falcons this past Sunday. I still have to double check that every time. <clears throat> it doesn't it. feel right. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> like, you know? It doesn't feels right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, before we dig into that, I'm going to give you a few updates here. Uh, so, it looks like, as of right now, Jalen Johnson, DJ Moore, Cole Komet, they're all currently listed as questionable for this Sunday's game against the Green Bay Packers. Um, Jalen Johnson and Cole Komet did not practice today. DJ Moore uh, had limited practice. Um, so, yeah, uh, we'll continue to see. I mean, it sounds like, uh, Isaac, you're telling me Cole Komet's saying that he's saying he's going to play. <laughs> he says he wants to, yeah. He said, he, he said, end quote, that if we're sitting at home, we want the Packers to be sitting at home as well. So, yeah, I guess he, want, he wants to play. Yeah. Um, you had said that. I'm a little worried about Cole Komet just because he took that pretty mean shot to the knee, and it seems like he's thugging it out. But I'm almost kind of like, is it worth it thugging it out here if you're going to end up with a greater injury? I I don't know, but we'll see. He was he was very open about not putting the team, like not detrimenting the team. Sure. And that taking his health first. So yeah, we'll see how that plays out. We'll see. We'll see. Um, that's it for injury news. Um, Yannick Ngakwe's ankle still snapped, so he's not coming back. <laughs> still injured. Yeah, no, he's he's done for this season. So yeah. Um. So we're going to move on to some better news now. Uh, Montez Sweat and Jalen Johnson were selected to the Pro Bowl roster, which Ooh. is pretty exciting. Insert, Big ups insert to them. Insert applause. Yeah. Woo. Um, did you see the, how they got, uh, how it was announced to them? Yeah. yeah it was a really cool little emergency meeting or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Flus and some of the staff called both of those guys in, well, separately, but called them both in and had their families there. And were like, oh, we're having an emergency meeting for you, blah, blah, blah. And then they come in and they're like, uh, basically throw it up on on these uh, set of slides that they had and let them know that they got selected for the Pro Bowl. So, pretty cool stuff. Um, that's it for updates. Uh, and so now we're gonna move on to the part where I say, Stein, how are you feeling? How am I feeling? I mean, it was a it was a fun game. Snow in at Soldier Field. Mm. I mean, that's just that's good classic Chicago football right there. And uh, nothing makes me happier than to see our guys go out and honestly show out on both sides of the ball. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, I felt I felt good. I felt good, but I also sort of felt I also sort of feel uh, I'm. Oh, what's the, what's the term I'm looking for here? Uh, kind of bittersweet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just with the unknown still being out there. So, um, yeah, yeah. The game itself, great. Future, meh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling bummed. I unfortunately wasn't able to. I had work, so I wasn't able to watch it um, live. But I mean, it's still still pretty great. Uh, I feel pretty good about it. It was a pretty good, pretty convincing win from what I've seen. It looked uh, overall like everyone was play- playing, um, 
playing really well. So, uh, it, yeah, the good feelings quickly subside when you know we start when I go online and start seeing all this. Uh, when the conver- see how conversations going on about the future, you know, whether that be about the quarterback or uh, the coaching staff or whatever, it just is doesn't make for a productive productive conversation i think so but what can you do um so with that let's uh let's just start digging into the football game so that sort of field like you said it was a snowy day the wind was picking up pretty good coming off of the lake um to start off, uh, just overall, I think the Bears really dominated the time of possession. They had the they had the ball for 37 minutes and 14 seconds, and the Falcons only had it for 22 minutes and 46 seconds. Got started early. Justin Fields had a pretty cool, pretty sick catch to DJ Moore uh, for a corner touchdown to get the scoring started. Uh, Dude, I don't know. Fields', uh, Fields uh, accuracy throughout this game was just fun to watch. It was on. He was on I mean. Point. Yeah, that one especially. It is um, impressive with how snowy. I mean, I don't know what the visibility looked like on the actual field, but watching the watching the broadcast, I mean, it looked like <laughs> it looked like you couldn't see shit. Uh, in the beginning, especially, yeah, um, yeah, it was it was it was fun. It was God, I love snow games. I do, I do. I miss. Yeah, it. <laughs> it's really fun, and I feel like Justin Fields in bad weather really uh, excels. <laughs> I wonder what it is about that. Um, I mean, the ball fits different when you're when it's cold, right? Cold weather footballs are just there's something, something about else. the grip is slightly different, and maybe it maybe it suits him, maybe it benefits him a little bit better on his throws. But then it's also uh, you never know with cold weather how much you're actually going to throw, you know? Because I, I don't mm. know if you saw the the wind was also like significant enough bad. that it was messing with the kickers in one direction, especially. So mm-hmm. this was one of the only because I, I always thought it was kind of silly, like. When the weather's good, it, it feels kind of silly to decide which way you're kicking, you know? Mm-hmm. But this was one where it's like, okay, that definitely gives you – this game was definitely like whoever's kicking a certain direction is going to be at a disadvantage for sure. Well, something to consider when you're at Soldier Field though, right, outdoors um, is time of day. So what time mm-hmm. is it going to be during the second half when you're getting the ball? Yeah. Or 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 not, right, <clears throat> because – because even if you start out and it's fresh during the day, but you look at the weather for the Midwest, I mean, you know, we, we can get snow in the middle of the fucking year sometimes, and mm. then we can have a fucking, like, 75-degree day in January. Spring so, weather day, like, yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. And, and so all of a sudden there's no wind, and then before you know it, there is wind. And so, like, timing really does matter in that. So mm-hmm. I get, like, yeah, it's a great day, but so it doesn't really – you don't think, well, at this moment, it doesn't matter. But they're not thinking in this moment. They're thinking um, two hours from now when the second half starts, right? Sure. Like yeah. how the weather could could shift by then, especially with getting like the the, the lake effect out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but at, at Soldier Field, indoors, it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, yeah. there are some stadiums out there where they sort of have built them where the airflow is – a certain direction in favor <laughs> of certain people. Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, <clears throat> Minnesota. So <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but the, I mean, the weather today this this weekend was it was fun. It was yeah. fun. <laughs> you got to see uh, uh, Young Hoku, uh, who is at the time 
coming into this game was uh, one of the most accurate kickers in football right now. Mm-hmm. Um, missed not one but two, right? He missed yeah. two field goals. In yeah, this, he was in one for game. three on field goals. Um, one of them is... was a doink, which I think mm-hmm. uh, brought PTSD for everyone. <laughs> like everyone was not like, "Oh us. shit!" <laughs> just the sound, I think. <laughs> not necessarily that you know it was them kicking. I think just the sound sends makes any uh, any Bears fans shudder. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they go, they get shell shocked. Charlie's coming. <laughs> that's, that's really yeah. racist all of a sudden. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this whole game, it's like, uh, just like you mentioned earlier, I feel like Justin Fields looked really good, not only with the accuracy, but just with um, one, keeping his eyes downfield when he was scrambling. And then also just uh, his chemistry with, um, with DJ Moore. And then also just making like crazy throws, like mm. off balance, sidearm, little slings and shit like that. Like he just looked great this game. There were a couple of drop passes to Scott and mm. was it was did Mooney have one dropped? I don't or think was it Scott so. that had two of them. But I mean, like that Scott were, definitely had one. Literally, it was tight, it super tight window. The ball was perfectly placed. It could not have been any better. And it yeah. was it, it was on the receiver at that point. Yeah, they just like, didn't haul it in. Yeah, and um, but I love that he was taking shots downfield, not just to Moore. He was trying to like give other guys opportunity downfield as well. Yeah. Um, and not just big downfield, but like, you know, like the 20 to 40 yard range, right? Not just bombing it down. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and unfortunately there were just a couple guys that couldn't haul it in and you get that. We got that young squad, a uh, couple of p- people playing up in position right now. Um, different routes, a couple know, of practice um, squad guys, right. We're playing for us. Yeah. So, uh, but honestly, it felt good. Like it was nice to see it out there. And he didn't, he didn't quit. Like just because they dropped one, he didn't like stop throwing it to them. Mm. He was like, "No, I'm going to keep coming for you. Like you yeah. got to get this." So, yeah. Um, he, I felt like he made it through his progressions fairly well. Um, you know, better than usual. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, st- I still think there's room for improvement and in, in in cases, but I also think that his ceiling is going to be a little bit lower. Um, just because of the type of player he is he's always going to have that ability to extend a play and and pick up your positive yardage right um and i think that is something that he did really well in this game also is when he did tuck and run or um on some of the options when he decided to keep it and go uh i just felt like it was more um less hard fought yardage Mm. That's something that Getsy had made comment on about like, you know, just because two runners get one might end up with 100 yards on 20 carries and one might end up with 50 yards on four carries. Like really what comes down to it is which was the safest and most productive, mm. uh, safest more meaning damage. like taking less hits along the way. Because yeah. even if you only ran it four times for 50 yards, you may have taken a huge shot on one or two of those. Mm. Whereas the 20 attempt person is just doing like your, your usual like ground and pound, you know, like, like little dinks pinballing off people a little different that way. Right. Yeah. Um, he was like, or it could be flip flopped where the other, and I feel like fields was making better decisions on the type of running he did in this game. Um, as far as, as like making sure to, when he did go for it, he was making better choices on like when to slide or, when to uh get, just run it out of bounds instead you know that mm-hmm. kind of stuff yeah um, so uh, and you're saying he only really had one there run there too 
Yeah, I think there was only the one run where he really lowered his shoulder <clears throat> to get the mm-hmm. get the first down, but the rest of them he was sliding That's and honestly, that, to he did that, that mean, a little look, bit too. Like he wasn't. There was that one run where I think it should have been a roughing the passer, and they just didn't oh, call well, it. Oh, oh boy, smacked him in the head. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. He's oh, just yeah. not. I don't think he's ever gonna get those get those calls like at all it's just like it's been all season it's been a problem mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah, I, I don't understand it yeah he lets them know yeah. which i mean maybe that's worse you know game. maybe that makes it worse the refs are like man fuck this guy tell me no, how to do but my that's job what they're supposed but to it's do. like yeah <laughs> that is what they're supposed to do right like, every single quarterback talks to the refs about things to watch for yeah regarding their type of play especially if it's a ref that's never refed one of their games before yeah. and that's just standard that is standard practice every single quarterback does it yeah um especially mobile quarterbacks uh so you know russell wilson was notorious for doing that when he was more mobile than he is currently sure um, <laughs> uh, uh it's completely immobile now fucking bench says. <laughs> um uh, mahomes does it hell even brady did it and he wasn't a mobile quarterback you know yeah. <laughs> like uh it's just sort of that is standard practice and unfortunately i think that it's just sort of as soon as he starts moving they immediately start considering him a live runner which technically they're supposed to however there is like he is still a quarterback and yeah. like there is still there are certain rules that do apply to that quarterback position even though you've become a live runner yeah. that he is not getting the proper calls on honestly calls the calls this whole season have just been fucking horrendous across the league yeah. and like every single week i feel like we can pick out not just one game we can pick out like a five several across yeah across the league it's like jesus christ where are they getting these fucking scrubs <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know it's uh it's pretty dangerous though and i don't but want all to in all it, you I, know, I still think he's making better choices yeah oh i i he, wanted to say too like so. i think if you look at the stats like you you would think that he was only going to just to like reiterate your point like if you look stats wise you would think he was only going to dj moon to dj Moore. But he really was trying to spread the ball out, and mm-hmm. it's just the receivers just weren't bringing it in. Moore so, is the one that can bring even, it in and create yardage after carries. Like that's yeah. the issue. So. Even doing that, DJ Moore still had a great game, and that and that chemistry was still going. So, uh, yeah. So the game, as the game continued, you know, he took that. He, he did that slide. That's the thing too that was annoying. Like even though he is a live runner, like it's not like he he was putting his shoulder down. Like very obviously, like slid, and they still just got hit, and they just won't call it. Um. But, I mean, as the game continued, it was just more of the same thing. Just He was spreading the ball out. He was just getting it to DJ Moore, who was hauling it in. Um, he had a really sick little uh, little TD, run TD. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was kind of – They were able to utilize <clears throat> both, both phases on the offensive side between mm. running and passing. And when yeah. you're able to do that, you're, you're able to – sort of keep the defense in a neutral position right they're not playing forward too often but they're also not playing too far back like they're sort of stuck and hesitant they have to not to be reactionary and even even that yeah you're forcing their hand at that point because when the run game is as effective as it was i mean roshan johnson was doing really well he looked good out there um you know fields was able to do some damage out there i mean again like khalil herbert just yeah we haven't talked about him yet but yeah he had a really good ass game um and so like when you're dominating that but then you're also just like tearing it up down the field you know mm-hmm. that that's that's you're doing great and that offensive line honestly like 
for the most part. There was one. There was one play where someone came through just completely like yeah with a sack. It all. Yeah, that was pretty um, bad. And, and you know, and and he had called it right. He had called like up on the line. You can hear the call, but he uh, outside of that that line has really stepped up their game and done some really good, really good work. Um, yeah. Well, especially, for, I mean, those plays used phases. to, yeah, those plays used to happen. The ones of someone coming through, those used to happen every three or four plays. <laughs> it felt like early on in the <laughs> <Easily>. season. <you> know? <laughs> Easily. So, I mean, we're, we're down and we're in a lot better place uh, than we were before. I think as far as oh, like, absolutely. Through like that. Yeah. The old they line's, look like more really of a well. unit. There's still certainly a little bit of room for improvement. However, I mean, it, the run game is so good, and their their passing, it, the pass blocking is just getting better. So, mm. um, I mean, when you do that, it makes the game a little bit easier. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> everyone though. I still had some issues with some of the play calling, like some of the weird screens that we would do. At, at, I was like, these don't work. They Not don't for work. us. <laughs> Not for us. Like, yeah. Unless Which I don't know what it, it is to like change position of the ball on the field <clears throat> for some reason. Like yeah. if you want to do that, if you're like, hey, we'll take a two, three yard loss if we're able to move it over to the left side of the to field this so side. that we can completely open up the right side yeah. and allow him on the next play to sort of like expand. Sure, that might make sense, but that's giving Getsy way too much. I was gonna say, it. I don't think Getsy's <laughs> thinking that far ahead. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's kind of like sacrificing a pawn in order to you know right. get to move up and in position and yeah but i just don't think he's playing chess no I he's, he's not playing, playing chess i think he's playing chinese checkers like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he thinks he's playing 4d chess no like, this motherfucker's playing tic-tac-toe bro <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it doesn't work for us which i mean because it worked for the falcons they had a screen like that worked mm -hmm. and ended up in a touchdown so and i've seen other teams too like use the screen here and there with success yards. so yeah i don't know what it is i mean maybe it's just uh the way he schemes it up or something i don't know maybe they're just not coaching it right or <laughs> but yeah he refuses to go away from it <clears throat> uh yeah so the rest of the first half just fields was uh still looking good Little touchdown for Roshan Johnson. Um, right in the final minutes of like the second quarter, going into the end of the first half, we had a little no, an interception for TJ Edwards, <clears throat> which was pretty good, pretty nice. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. we had a total. I think we had what four interceptions this this whole game. Three of them coming in the uh, second half. So, oh yeah, and then the uh, D Alford. So we we had a fifty yard kick by Cairo Santos 55 mm -hmm. yards that came up short <laughs> again I thought that shit was getting housed bro dude that shit like, was so they even I, said it like before it the announcers when they were like the commentators when they were talking about they were like well and the Falcons have a man back by the goalpost just in case this goes short and see if they can't yeah. run one back and I was like you motherfuckers like this yeah you saw the wind and it was yeah. just like I was like fuck this is not happening like mm -hmm. it's not and yeah. I felt bad for Santos because you know he was put in a position of like, yeah, that's a, it. Felt okay, unfair to, go to ask like, him to do like, that. This is yeah, not, is, I'm like, when you're doing 55 that, 55 on that a good weather, day, is tough. 55 is his longest on a good day. Like, yeah. <laughs> so now, granted, when he kicked that, it looked like he had a solid like 12 yards left in it. So, <laughs> like the, the, the first time that he did it, but like yeah. here in this weather, with it being cold, the air's thinner, the ball travels differently. Uh, the impact is really weird off the foot. And then mm. like, and then 
plus that wind coming in it just yeah. sort of like you you want if it you want to, you can it yeah. sort of like stop it like slows down and just kind of like drops oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. i was like fuck yeah <laughs> dude i mean if he's if that guy if the alfred's you know a half a half uh half step faster like he's gone man <laughs> oh dude i think he was gassed too i think that was yeah. part of the problem like, he probably wasn't ready his, he was like oh shit <laughs> like his stride his stride rate started slowing down yeah like, they were able to catch him exponentially and trip him up. like yeah. it wasn't and i was like ooh, yeah um that would have uh that would have set the tone for well, them i think, I think that, in the second um, <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, so yeah, I mean that was that closed out the first half, and then they went into the second half, and uh, just more of the same. Justin Fields continued to have that chemistry and have those great passes to DJ Moore. Khalil Herbert was still running great. Um, he ended up getting a touchdown too early on in the second half, which was um, I don't know if you I'm sure it was part of the play, but it looked like he kind of goes to run in one side, makes a makes a quick cut, runs mm-hmm. to the other side. He runs to the left so and gets in. His yeah. ability to to maneuver and his patience with it was. He's fantastic. looking back to normal again. I think he is. Um, he is absolutely, and that's that's fun. Which, um, uh, yeah, whether that was health or whether just him knocking off the little bit of rust that had come up, I don't know. But either way, it's it's good to see that he's back to form. I mean, uh, it was nice to see them not necessarily let up on the gas coming into the second half. Yeah, it didn't it didn't look like they kind of were relaxed in the second half. It looked like they kept punching and. Yeah, there were a couple of drives where it was kind of like iffy, but yeah, but the play calling wasn't as terrible. Like, it yeah, wasn't it seemed as... like it was more on drop passes or yeah. more on like weird shit like that than it was on them. I still have an issue with going out of the gun on a short yardage. Like, I, d- I don't understand. I, just, I don't get it. I do not get it. Does like, anyone else do that? Like, is that a thing? Like, I feel like it's an old school thing from back when it was like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna chuck it over the top Mm. you know but when you're in the red zone at the one yard line like just stop going out of the fucking gun like we stopped doing we were doing like a we're doing like a tush like a sort of tush push at the beginning like in the middle of the season and we stopped doing it eye style right the power eye like formation i mean it's so funny people complaining about that and like talking about banning it or whatever i'm like you know that's That's... not a new move right that's (laughs) that's literally like one of the oldest oldest types of play in football yeah it's just that they i'm just like you guys are dumb yeah um but we've kind of got it was working for us a few times that we did it but i just haven't seen us try it again ever since then like yeah. <clears throat> it was like middle of the season uh mm, yeah mm. Uh, bears yeah, finally got a roughing was almost that? fields to scott for the almost touchdown that's exactly yeah. what i was talking about if he gets just, those feet down man he, that's it that's six like he had, but he just that's do the it. other thing like the defender didn't even push him yeah that was literally just him not getting the toe down you know yeah. and uh and and he had another one like that on the sideline at one point where i mean it was it, dead to rights just him yeah like, <laughs> he wasn't wide open it was a tight pass but it was exactly yeah. where it needed to be he didn't need to worry about the defender it was beautiful and just dropped it and i yep. was like all right man all right. what can you do, can you do? <clears throat> younger guys flip side the defense also had like three there were three other passes that were in the hands of defenders literally like yeah a couple like tipped ones or like yeah right there that they had Edmonds it. had one that was right here and <laughs> it just went right through his hands it was like uh, he yeah. couldn't close his hands fast <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or maybe his hands are so big that when they are closed like he still has there's enough room still for, room for the football <laughs> 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 he yeah. has to like yeah 
Well, like you got to create the vagina with your hand instead. You, you know, like you got to pivot yeah. in a little bit. <laughs> Get some tightness in there. <clears throat> Get, do some hand kegels, you know. Just, <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, Bears finally got a roughing the passer uh, call. Unfortunately, it was called on the defense. Um, that kept the Although drive I will alive. say, at least we got a roughing the passer call. Because, yeah, we know I they mean, are. The refs are able like, to call it. Like, <clears throat> well, also, you know, we've had the issue early in the season, right, with like the front line just not being aggressive enough ever. Oh, and I see so, what you're saying. Like, like we're getting to the quarterback so, at least now. Like, huh? Hey, like, we're getting a quarterback <laughs> and actually taking a fucking hit. Good. Yeah, good. I mean, and that's been proven. Obviously, like you can look through the defense has just been outstanding especially since we picked up sweat, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they were yeah. already trending in the right direction before we got them. And then once we got them, it just elevated it like exponentially. It was fantastic. Yeah. So um, he had justifiably should be like, th- there is no argument for him to not be in the Pro Bowl. Like yeah. he-, he earned it this year for sure. So, um, just yeah, especially Houdini. like you said, showing that he's been a, a force multiplier, not just a, Someone exactly. who's along for the ride. And really elevated those around him as well. His play and his play style has elevated those around him. And that that's a that's a difference maker right there. Yeah. Uh yeah, you were saying Justin Houdini. We saw some classic Justin Fields uh magic fuckery <laughs> going on where mm-hmm. it looks like he's pretty much sacked and dead to rights and then somehow just spins and shakes out of it and then ends up with a like what, fifteen yard gain for the first time. <laughs> like that's just always fun to watch. Always fun to see. <clears throat> he should be he, like contacts made six yards behind the line of scrimmage. And somehow he ends up with an eight yard gain. And you're like, I don't. <laughs> yep. Go yeah. for it. Go. It's like, you no, 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 no. Throw the ball. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. Okay. Like, <laughs> get rid of it. Get rid of it. Wait, this actually worked out. <laughs> um, yeah. A few, uh, like we said, th- uh, three, uh, there was a few more picks in that second half. Three of them. Uh, we got one from, uh, Another one from Tyreek Stevens. Well, his first one was in like the third quarter. Um, and then he had another one later on in, in the second half. And then one more by, we had another one by Kyler Gordon. So I really thought that the like interceptions and turnovers were going to slow down. Um, it seemed like, I don't know, just see, it didn't seem like, not that we weren't going to have any, but I just didn't think we'd be going to continue to have as many as we've been. But I think it really it's like is 18 just in not, the last six games. Yeah. The, the, the turnover rate is, it's been Insane. nuts and shows no signs of slowing down with these last couple games in the season. Granted, some of that has to do with the quarterbacks we were playing. Like, that's, yeah, that's yes. Yeah. However, again, their ability and their, and, and their instincts are finally like they're allowed to follow their instincts. They're not like having to play sort of like a, a classic. Nope. Learn the defense scheme first type, mm-hmm. you know, where they're super strict. It's more like now it's more gen general guidelines yeah. <laughs> like, that, that they're supposed to be following. So, um, and being able to take, man. Yeah. I mean, they, again, they had the potential literally ball in hand three other occasions. Yeah. So that could have been a, a very, very different, like even worse game. So, um, Yo, oh, did you for see the Heineke? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, see, you see, you see Heineke running the ball. Heineke got the legs moving, brother. I was, like, I was, I think everyone was caught off guard by that. <laughs> like, I think, I honestly think that the the defense was like, hold up, like almost stutter stepped because yeah. they were like, 
Like, okay. I feel like, they, I feel like I, and I feel like everyone, it was offense and defense. I feel like even like people on the sidelines, you saw like the, yeah. the stands, the fans, even the fans weren't upset about it. Yeah, they, they were, like, were like, wait, what? <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, this, we kind of cruised to a win and not in the, we took the foot off the, off the gas here in the, in the second half, but it was more just like, we just kept chipping away out of it, kept increasing the lead. Uh, we went in with the lead and didn't just didn't let up. And so just more interceptions, more, I mean, Khalil Herbert, just again, like continued to have great runs. Um, Kyler Gordon with that great interception. Mm -hmm. God, I fucking love when he's doing that shit out there. Yeah. We love to see it. Love to see it. Um, yeah. Little shout out to Mercedes Lewis. Lewis, Cause he's been a key piece, a surprisingly key piece to this offense. Like I think with his blocking, like, like, honestly, I know he's getting up there. I hope they keep him for another year. (laughs) Yeah. The leadership piece of it. He's like the, the, the humility piece of it, just sort Mm. of like being that, that sort of that game changer, that un I think unappreciated game changer for sure. So, Mm -hmm. um, man yeah that's it God, i think it's is, under you really can't overvalue having a veteran people too. yeah like, having a veteran I, like you, that you have no idea as a lineman like that's what you go for can mm. i can i put this man on his ass and keep him there like that's <laughs> yeah. that's you know it's like um and and for a tight end to do that yeah. is sort of it's not unheard of. It's just impress. It's that much more impressive. They're they're fewer and far between for the because that's not what they train for. That's not yeah. what their purpose that's is not usually. Their, so yeah, that's not this their man game. is going out there just like they. I'm like, oh my god, he's what 39, 38, 39 years old. So yeah, I'm like, th- this dude's out there like putting putting young boys in their place. He's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, sit down, child. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, I love this dude. Yeah. He's like fucking daddy's home, baby. <laughs> like, exactly. He's like, uh, yeah. Sit down, boy. That's my. I love. And then, and I'm. I think that that style and that sort of man. Nothing says Chicago football better to me. You know, he he absolutely yeah. embodies that play style, and I love yeah. it. Speaking of Chicago football, uh, Justin Fields lowering that shoulder, baby, like to get that first down. Yeah, man. I'm telling um, you, that's classic. I love it. Love it. I yeah. love again. I said that I'm he was making go ahead. better choices, more economical choices when it comes to yes. like when he runs. How does he run? Mm-hmm. Right. He's not always doing this anymore. Like he's learning. He's learning to try to keep longevity. I think put yourself in less dangerous positions, but also understanding that with the position that he is in as a leader of this team and fighting for, if not to keep his job with the Chicago bears for a starting position somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's out there just playing his game and to be able to just like Set recognize, Nope, I got yeah. it. This, Hey, we're in this part of the game. I could take this easy route and it becomes a fourth down. Um, or I can lower my shoulder and drive the fuck through this and make a difference. Even though we've got a lead, we're going to keep a lead, you know? And yeah. so to me, and, and I felt, I felt I was hyped from that and mm. you could see that the people around him were hyped from that. The, the stands were hyped from it. So it was, oh, it was yeah. just, it was good. It, yeah. I'm glad to see that those kinds of runs are fewer and far between, but I think it's still great that he, he's still willing to do that. He's still, and uh, I think, yeah, like you're saying, it just sets the tone for the rest of the team and for the rest of, I think for the field and the game in general. Um, I think we can't go without mentioning either. It was, uh, I was tearing up and getting hyped about um, seeing those, 
seeing those we want fields chants at soldier field oh, fuck yeah that was like not just the chance but the signs that were out there the yeah. fields more 24 yeah dude it's just felt good i know that he's an avid listener of the podcast and oh, yeah. i sincerely <laughs> hope that he that he takes these words to heart when i say thank you so much for yeah. everything that you've done no matter how this goes down whether you're with us or not like I'm sorry that we drafted you in the first place, not for us, but for you. Like yeah. you did not deserve that, but you've done nothing but rise to this fucking occasion. And, um, and, and honestly with, from what our perspective, I would, I think is without much support internally. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, I, it, seeing that ex- support come externally was just awesome. It was, it was great. Awesome. And, and yeah, that, he that deserves that, man. He deserves that. Fucking does. And I was so happy to see that. Like, and then hearing him talk about it too, just like not complaining, but full on take that moment to be like, you know, the fans have been have been great to me since I came here. Like I love being a Chicago Bear. Like I'm gonna remember this for the rest of my life. And it's just like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad we were able to have that moment. Like it's the least we could do for him. And it was, like I said, truly I was tearing up just seeing like him getting that because I think no one else really deserves it more than he does. Snowy game in Chicago, possibly the last game at <clears throat> Soldier Field. His last, like, yeah. No, not his. Possibly no. the last game at Soldier Field. All oh, right, with the whole because we might be moving. Yeah. What is the? And I mean, we can. We don't have to talk about it, but I, we need more information on what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. Like, because it seems like, all really murky. Um, it does. For anyone well, who I doesn't think... know, they're talking about not playing at Soldier Field anymore and moving. I think the the talk was they were going to move to Arlington, but I think that all fell through, and so now it's all still up in the air. It's like what the fuck is going on and where the Bears are going to play um, in the future. Because I think the contract's up next year, isn't it? Or something? Like, soon. Yeah. I mean, that so. was why we brought in... Uh, uh, fuck, what's his nuts? Oh, boy. Up above. Above poles. What's his mm, name? Warren? Goddamn. Thank you. Yep, that's the whole reason we brought him in, right? Yeah. Specifically, he was brought in originally to deal with that. To deal with the new construction and structure of... Um, a new arena basically right yeah. a new um stadium and he was not brought in for like the personnel side he was not brought in for like the the issues that we were having in the beginning of the season with the coaching staff and all of that yeah uh, and so all of a sudden he sort of had to like put things on pause and actually like take an active leadership role uh, at the personnel level which was not i mean with the title he was supposed to obviously it's gonna be some part of his yeah yeah a little bit but not like the primary purpose of him was originally to help with the establishment and development of the new stadium yeah and yeah just a lot of things seem to have sort of fallen by the wayside or kind of like i haven't heard many updates about it there's yeah that's what i'm saying there's nothing there's no talk there's no and i think a lot of the talk unfortunately is the whole the quarterback situation and the draft situation, you know, mm. I think that's obviously going to take big precedent, but I feel yeah. like, God damn, it's fucking soldier feel like it deserves the respect. <laughs> like you, yeah. you put some yeah. fucking respect on that, on that yeah, name when it comes out your mouth, you know? Yeah. So, it's, it's historic. Um, uh, the thought of not seeing the Chicago bears play in soldier field is just, um, uh, it's a, it's weird to me. It's a weird taste. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how I, yeah, I don't know. it's hard to know how to feel about it, especially since we don't know where it's going to end Just, up. Like, yes, <laughs> you oh, know? exactly. Like that's—I exactly. think that's half of it. Is like, all right, how do I should I feel about this? Half of how you should feel about it is like, where is it going to end up anyway? So yeah. like, because if it ends up in like, not that it would, but like Naperville or some shit, I'm pissed. 
I'm pissed, bro. <laughs> I don't think uh, Neighborville even has the like the no, land probably plot not. for it right yeah. now. But yeah, no, it's <laughs> as some people were saying they I remember a while ago when this conversation was kind of front and center, some people were saying they should uh move back to Staley. <laughs> Become the Staley Bears again. Uh I think because you brought do you have any more on the game? On the game itself, no. I mean, it was if this was in fact the last game in Soldier Field, it was a fun one. It was yeah. uh it's snow in Chicago watching watching a team dominate both phases of offense and both sides of the ball. Um winning, you know, winning in the trenches on both sides of the ball, but also just like forcing um bad decisions and from the opponent from the regularly. Team, yeah. It just it, it was great. It was good football. It was good football to watch. And um, yeah. No, yeah. This one, it. we looked like a, like a solid team on this one, mm-hmm. which Absolutely. is uh, not something that we've been able to say all season. So, or I should not like all season, but like we haven't been able to say it all the time this season. All it's right. It's become uh, more and more consistent towards the back half of the season. Like yeah. Winfield's has gotten, Winfield's got, came, started coming back. His thumb still wasn't fully healthy, and we saw that in the execution of some mm-hmm. things. But we also saw him making better decisions and pass playing throughout that. I honestly feel like I've seen so much progression from him this season. Um, again, in a system that I argue was not designed for him almost at any point along the line. Yeah. And in his favor, at least. Yeah. And. But with surrounded by playmakers who are like i'm i'm gonna do anything i can to help you oh, which is just fucking great it's yeah great yeah this team is really coalesced around them well and and i think it's uh the, the comments from more about like you know we've said it before where he said it before you know he, he, he was now. asked and again it, the, yeah the second like, time was even this. more like, like like there's you asked me this already yeah i don't know why we're having this conversation like he is the dude there is yeah. no one in that draft that's better than him yeah. Like they're okay. They're good. They're That's not it. fields. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first time you could argue that he was like, all right, like you can maybe like maybe he's just kind of saying what he has to, blah, blah, blah. This one, there's no doubt. Like he was like full throated, like, I want mm-hmm. if I'm gonna be here, I want Justin Fields here. He is mm-hmm. my quarterback. Like and, and there was no like, you know, there's no two ways about it. <clears throat> yeah. So also I didn't know that him and Marvin Harrison Jr. ran track together. There's a whole... That's what I didn't know either until earlier this week that there's this whole, like, connection between Fields and Moore and and Marvin Harrison and stuff, like, which I'm like, what? what? (laughs) How has this not been a bigger, like, topic of conversation? Like, I think it's pretty nuts, Mm -hmm. especially seeing, like, that this this Fields and Moore connection, like, is finally becoming what we thought it was going to be at the beginning of the season. Yeah. You throw another guy there in the mix where they have a trio, like, and they're all, like, fucking buddies and pals, like... Could you imagine if, like, Mike McDaniel was the head coach for those three? Do you know how much fun oh, he would have man, with that? Oh, man, dude. You know what I mean? Like, That'd he would be just, a blast. like, out. Like, he, yeah. I mean, and it would be... I feel like it, that would just be fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. At that point, you know where else they would look really good? Fucking Pittsburgh. I yeah. think Mike Tomlin could do a lot of damage with those three. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, yeah. Like, um, but, fuck, man. That's just not happening, you know? Yeah. And and I just... Uh... Where where do you want to go with this conversation? Because, uh, I mean, obviously, we're... Do you want to move on? But I... Because I, I, I was kind of thinking... I had shared with you we're earlier getting... this week about, like, 
I don't I don't know if you saw it where there was a Bears insider that basically confirmed that polls did not have the final say in Eberflus. Um, and I hiring. did not actually get to watch that. Um, explain that more. Uh, or is that it? Is that, is that that's, basically No, that's it? pretty like, much that's it. it. That's just... pretty much it. She like, I mean, then I'm obviously I'm paraphrasing here. I don't have the direct quote, uh, but it was Courtney Cronin and she was on some podcast or something and was basically saying, was said and basically said that polls didn't have the final word. That it was, um, it was people above him that had the final say in. Oh, maybe we should elaborate on that though. So news did come out that Eberflus will be with the organization next year. Like that was all but confirmed. When was that? We we have not announced that. Uh, there were articles that were that have been coming out over the last week, leading into the game that he has. That he's basically here for another season really i i will find a couple and i was gonna say i've missed those because i isaac can isaac i think you can confirm that as well he's back i don't think he heard you isaac 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 hey so um yeah bears head coach matt eberflus is expected to return to the team in 2024 per uh rap sheet reported on nfl network thank god Get the fuck out of here, via Ian Rapoport. Ian Rapoport, who I also I feel like, like yeah, really is a good insider. Yeah, I missed all power. that. Uh, I I don't disagree with the turnaround and the saving. I mean, like when you look at it, but I think the handling of fields has been fucking awful. I think that the play calling on the offensive coordinator has been horrendous. Um, obviously, not not terrible enough for us to have like a own oh, sixteen record. <laughs> um, but again, I don't. I I cannot give him a ton of credit. Just like, well, just because his game management has been like not great. Shit, it's been shit. shit. Questionable. It is not like not great is an understatement. <laughs> like you know what's I mean, not great? Let me tell you a few different things that are not great. Plain M and M's, not great. <laughs> I feel like plain M and M's are pretty great. No, they're kind of plain M and M's are not great. You're telling those me, are mid, you, yeah, mid fucking, those are like, mid, those brother. Are basic. Those are same thing with like a, a plain great, Hershey bar. Let's plain Hershey bar. chocolate M and M's. Plain, yes. Plain, plain Hershey bar sucks. Bar plain Hershey sucks. bar sucks. Sucks. No, sure, now you throw fun, that shit on a but... s'mores, and we're it's fucking epic. That's like astronomically game but that's changing, a, Yeah, that's right? not on its own though. That's in this, combination. This like that that is mid. That's uh, that's okay. Like I can eat it if I need to. Like if that's if all there. that's available. Yeah. If that's if that's it, right? Um, uh, uh, Olive Garden spaghetti sauce, like mid. Uh, all garden is kind of mid in general though exactly uh and like so then but but uh, what kind of midwesterners are you talking about olive garden being mid one thing that is not mid one thing that is certainly not mid is going to be getsy's play calling this fucking season that was that's just bad it is bad there's nothing okay it is bad yeah it is down here like ugh. It is bad, but that's what I was. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying in the chat. Is that like with another off season, this can be. This will be like a top five defense. 
So, I mean, you can't deny that. Oh, absolutely. Like, no, with an extra no. pass rusher and shit like that? Like, they're cooking. I just... But then, on the flip side, I don't think that he's proven that he can be a true... Head coach. ...leader. A yeah. true head yeah. coach. He is a great defensive coordinator at this point. Yeah, yeah. if... But even with ha- having is, a top that is different than being a head coach. The, yeah, because if we if if we're gonna ride this train and, and if we're gonna give him like okay like if we even if we do end up with with a top five defense, then I feel like it's just our ceiling is just gonna be to be where we were at with Lovey, where we're just gonna have like that ceiling of like great defense, never get it together on offense, That's, yeah, and then just kind of ride out like you know. We we're, we're well, playing M and M's for a few years until we fucking the difference reset with the whole was we shit. We also had not only did we have a great defense, but we also had a great special teams that actually produced points. Like, yeah, that's very different. Well, that's right? what I'm saying. Like that's the ce- that, that's at its best. I feel like at our best, with if we ride with this, to it's going to be the ceiling. You know, yeah, our ceiling is going to be even lower with Eberflus. Sure, great defense is what we can get to, but I don't think that the offense is going to be there if you keep Getzi as the coordinator. Now, especially granted, when you see other people like full on turning their teams around exactly. as head and coaches, like holistically, both yeah. sides of the ball, yeah. the Colts, <laughs> the Texans, Detroit, fuck Green Bay, even with the youngest roster in the fucking league for a spot in the playoffs. Minus their defensive coordinator. <clears throat> yeah, no, get that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm talking about Matt LaFleur strictly. Yeah. Oh man! So well, I don't know. No pro bowlers. For say? me, I understand. No pro what? bowlers. Is that what you said? No pro bowlers. Yeah, no pro bowlers for the Packers. Uh, when was the last time that happened? I don't know. That's. I mean, historically speaking, like you had to. Th- 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 there are. Yeah. Because even I mean, in Rogers' transition year, we still have driver and shit like that. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Like, you still had game changers, <laughs> not game makers or playmakers, game changers. Like, Which is just, just showing how absurd this year is compared to all the other ones. With like, I don't even know if the 90s would make it because I'm pretty sure Reggie White was basically like every fucking year. Yeah, he joined in 92 or some shit. Was it 92? 91. Some, I was 91 thinking was, was the last year. Okay. So, and so he broke oh, wait, no. I'm assuming. 05. 05. 05 was the last year they went without... Yep. I mean that's still almost twenty years, Jesus. Yeah, and oh five they had none. Oh six they had Driver and Campman. Aaron Campman, that's a deep cut right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy wow. shit! Wow. Uh, so, anyways, just but yeah, for just me, wrap this I don't up. think that he's proven as a as an organizational head coach. Um, look at look at the issues that we saw with the coaching staff in the in the beginning. Yeah, that that's a fucking issue. Look at the. His and one that can be directly is, I, related I was, to him. Like, that's is, not on anyone yes, else. Exactly. Like, those are choices you made. Like, those are yeah. people you hired. Like, and, and this is my other issue. I think that really hits me that I cannot let go of this this tiny little grudge is when he openly said, I don't see any issue with the play calling. After the yeah. game where, like, what, 62% of our passes were behind the line of scrimmage or whatever the fuck, fuck yeah. I, like, outrageous amount that it was. Yeah. And I was like... Are you fucking What are you watching? Right <laughs> what game are you watching? What the fuck are you watching? How fucking dare you come out here and stand behind this fucking fool? Like like you don't have to throw him under the bus in front of the media. Like I don't, you don't have to that openly praise leader, this guy. Yeah. But you also don't have to exactly. Like you don't have yeah. to take a hard stance either way. You yeah. can absolutely indicate that, "Hey, we're going to have a 
some things worked, some things didn't. We're gonna go ahead and correct the <laughs> yeah. film and make some make whatever changes make some are necessary. Adjustments, yeah. That like boom done. Give me that. But yeah. the whole like fucking like hard dick stance that he took, I was like, fuck you. Well, because that was too. That wasn't after just like a a bad offensive play calling game. That was after a bad defensive calling game too. Like so, it was, was like it wasn't just showing. it wasn't him just standing behind Getsy. That was him being like, no, fuck you. I know what I'm doing. Like after it's like very plain. Like you don't. <laughs> But yeah, I'm with you. I don't know. That's crazy to me. I I would have so, thought I wouldn't, and I, I would have thought. I mean, even if we ended up going with him again, I didn't think that the news would come out this early before the season's even over. Um, that we were going to keep him. That's crazy. I I personally, for I can't me, believe I missed that. If we can't beat Green Bay and keep them out of the playoffs, I think he should be fucking gone. That's like a good measuring stick. To I be do think this is going to be a really good measuring stick. Um, that's. Uh, <clears throat> We're talking about one of the greatest rivalries in all of sports entertainment. And there is something to this to be a Chicago Bears fan. After the fucking seasons that you have put us through, you want to keep another year? You sure shit better fucking earn it. Yeah. Like, we might go down, but we're going to go down fucking swinging. And like, in Lambo. In Lambo. That's the other thing. If you can go into Green Bay and take it away from them, like a team that is arguably on the upswing. Uh, arguably yeah arguably on the upswing you could also on the flip side argue the fact that your defense is total bullshit so like <laughs> i'm just saying. this is but, absolutely arguable yeah. <laughs> our offense the word arguably but i'm saying like our offense has been on an upswing for about since like week 11 and they've had blips, but now with Aaron Jones back in an actual running game, they've put up thirty plus points back to back. Exactly, and, and that's and what that's what the. Then you go back and how many defense be. point defense? How many points has the defense given up? Like thus, the arguably they're on an upswing. Not also, who are they putting team, those? Though. Who are they putting those points up on too? Though, no, nah, it doesn't matter. Points are points. They fucking the want Vikings it defense. Matter. Like you go through, I the same the same way that are like, you saying people, the Vikings have a good defense? Are you saying they they don't? Didn't they just have a shit game? Didn't they? They've been on a really bad trend these past like three games. Yeah, but they're still a top ten defense in efficiency. They don't have the personnel, but Brian Flores has had them playing their ass off. He also brings he brings the heat regularly, so um, anyway. he puts them in good <clears throat> positions. No, it's not. I we're, we're getting sidetracked. Just looking at the Vikings again. I'm that's why I say it doesn't fucking matter who it was against. The same reason that I say like yeah, we played not great teams coming into the back end as well when you look at our defense having 18 takeaways or 18 picks alone right not just force fumble not not including force fumbles um, but it's 18 picks or it's 18, 18 turnovers you know oh is it turnover i thought it was 18 take uh yeah. interceptions there's so, 18 takeaways 18 tr- turnovers in yeah, total okay so so that does include those fumbles um so but like again doesn't fucking matter the what matters are the stats did we win or lose simple as that like so here you look at the packers yeah again arguably on the upswing because the biggest issue for them is they have a gaping wound on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, like it is that you cannot go against that. Like that is absolutely what's happening right now. It's not that they don't have talent. It's that their defensive coordinator is fucking trash. Passive. (laughs) Huh? Passive. Yeah. It's a lot of like trying to keep shit in front of you and, you know, play the, play the, death by a thousand cuts game mm-hmm. and then yeah it's been he's been trying to 
the Vic Fangio defense is the quarters, right? Keep everything in front of you. But he's been going to cover one and cover three more than anything this year. And I'm like, you can't just fucking switch shit up, dude. You got to like... So against against Minnesota, I guess I'll I'll hold it till then. But yeah, let's just I, I mean, mean we can, we can, we can go into it, into but that. let's just, yeah, let's just wrap let's up here. We're just yeah, we'll just say it, we'll call it here. It's crazy that we're keep that it's been confirmed this early before the Packers games even happened. Um that we're I think that we're keeping that it's already being like, Oh, we're gonna keep Maddie Bufus. Uh guess he no doubt needs Packers to be fucking gone. This past week and won. Right, if these games had been flip-flopped, mm. it would make sense to me if they were like, okay, we're right. going to keep him. Yeah. And we pulled off the win. But mm-hmm. that is such a, a good measurement. Metric, right? yeah. And, also, yeah. they can always walk it back. I mean, if they haven't formally announced it. I don't know. Anyway, no, we'll just, just we'll wrap that up. So uh, what's happening? It's a good prank, guys. JK, JK. JK, 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 JK. That, uh, that would be a good prank. Say it's a prank, bro. April Fools. Please say it's a prank. Uh, I think he needs to be gone. I think Getsy needs to be gone. Uh, we'll just... Anybody else got anything else on the Bears? No? All right. So I mean, for later. For later. Sure. Well, yeah, because we have the preview later on. Uh, all right. Let's move into the everyone's favorite sub, everyone's favorite uh, topic, everyone's favorite segment. That's the word I was looking for, segment. The NFC North vibe check with Isaac Virgin. Isaac taking the reins back this week. He had, a, he had some issues with uh, – with our our analysis last week, anal seepage. Right? <laughs> What's that? Anal seepage. That was was keeping you off the board. <laughs> Me? Is that yeah. what? Is that why you weren't yeah, available was, last that week? That was the issue, yeah. right? It was the, the severe anal seepage, right? Yeah, and the hemorrhoids. I couldn't sit down. Well, the hemorrhoids. Yeah. That's. I mean, all Packers fans have those. Huh? It's like a given, right? Um. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> point. You want to start with Green Bay? I mean, we were already on that topic. I feel like. We might as well Let's knock the rolling. Lions out real quick. Let's get that shit. Because once we get to Green Bay, then we can get to the Vikings, then we can switch the preview. So okay. it'll be more of like a gradual. Yeah. Cool. We uh, can just hit the Lions-Cowboys real quick. All right. So the Detroit Lions went into Dallas and lost to the Cowboys 19-20 to in what was a pretty fucking crazy game. You want to tell me about it, Isaac? Controversial game at the end. Very controversial at the end. I think a lot of it was Dan Campbell just – Sticking to his guns and just like beating his head against a brick wall until it breaks, (laughs) yeah, and instead bleeding (laughs) profusely from his forehead. (laughs) So, in that case, he would only have to hit it like twice, right? You've seen the man's head like this. Well, apparently, three times didn't work, so it's at least four, I think. (laughs) He has to hit at least four, uh, before it breaks. Um, but that that was late in the game. It looked like the Detroit Lions, I mean, they got that run game going all game. Mon, uh, that Monty what, yeah. and Gibbs one-two punch continues to be fucking lethal, dude. Like they really just do what they want. Um, CD Lamb fucking went insane. Yeah, yeah. thirteen receptions, two hundred twenty-seven yards, and a touchdown. Um, just the Lions' defense, their secondary in general, is what's going to hold them back from like being real contenders. Because if you can sling it on them, I mean. Even with last week, you guys were talking about Nick Mullins was fucking slinging it against the Lions, mm-hmm. and that was their game plan was attack the secondary, the deep secondary, and yeah, it fucking worked, and it keeps working. Cause Jack Prescott, that... twenty six for thirty eight, three hundred and forty five yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Well, they That's couldn't get insane. the run game going at all. What a fall off from Tony Pollard. Everyone was expecting him to be like a top number one this year, and. Can't 
can't buries the load, I guess. Can't 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 be another one. <laughs> I don't know. I just there's can't come up with the phrase to describe what you can't can't. 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 That, you can't just can't, yeah. can't can't just can't. Yeah, it was a, it was a good, well balanced game. I think it was just fun to watch. Few few turnovers in there. Goff still with the turnovers, two interceptions. One of those um, was a jump screen, though. That's true. But Which also, he was, he was pretty he, upset about. That's kind of he like immediately. He's like, the camera switched immediately to him, and you just see him shaking his head, being like, "Fuck." <laughs> It's it's interesting too because these are two like not like juggernaut teams but like top of the NFC teams who have both kind of been on a downturn recently. Mm. So kind of watching them battle it out was fun to watch. And just yeah, to it's kinda... like I think it's two teams that haven't cemented themselves as elite teams yet. Like no. they have shown that They're potential the... and they have shown yeah. that they could be, but I don't think they have consistently taken over like and show like, and like and and made themselves made their presence. They're on known. the cusp. There's yeah. something missing. Like yeah, who's going to unlock it first? Mm. I think for Dallas, I just need a fucking consistent run game, especially in that West Coast offense that McCarthy has been implementing. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott would, has done it. That well would really open the up the game. passing lanes for them a lot if they could oh, yeah, be 100%. more consistent in the run game. Hundred percent. Because if you can't trust a run game, then you just drop everybody. I mean, if you're getting the stops with the front four, there's no reason to. It's just clogging yeah. up the passing lanes more than anything. And they don't have. They have a. They have a solid receiving core, but I, I think they even they are sort of just slightly off from being elite, right? Where like you, not all of them are able to go out and completely alter passing lanes well enough when all when the lanes are clogged, like and still make a, something out of it most of the time. Like that's not happening in their favor the majority of the time when the passing it's, lanes are completely bogged down. So their receiving group is very top heavy. They have okay. CD Lamb and Brandon Cooks, which are great. CD Lamb, I think, has cemented himself as like a top three wide receiver this year, at least. Like he's been fucking insane. Um, and then Brandon Cooks is just an insanely reliable role piece. After that, Jalen Tolbert like hasn't flashed much. Jake Ferguson has been really reliable and solid this year from the tight end spot. But yeah, that wide receiver group is pretty top heavy, and after the depth gets kind of gone after that. But yeah, I think uh, the Packers, if they make the playoffs, will be playing one of these two teams. Hmm. Which is better uh, than going against the Niners, huh? That's yeah. definitely for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did the math real quick. Eighty-five uh, percent of the Cowboys' yards came from passing. They were only get to, able to get sixty-one rushing yards, and that was fifteen percent of their offense. So yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Their rushing, their rushing has been terrible this year. So to say, yeah, to say they have a, a inconsistent run game is <laughs> an overstatement. Um, yeah, I, I mean, mean kinda... we, other than that, I think the only thing to talk about is just the, like the drama at the end of the game, right? Yeah, you want to walk mean, us through it? Yeah, they um, they got a touchdown at the end, and then they had the two point conversion, and they so had... it was nineteen to twenty. They needed the two to win. Or the one yeah. to tie. Yeah. And so they went, Dan Kimball being him, he went for the two point and they hit a tackle for the reception. With a pass, but, yeah. yeah. But apparently he didn't report. So as eligible as an eligible. As an eligible as an 
eligible receiver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they're claiming they did. Referees are claiming they didn't. I don't know what else has come out other than that night, but there was yeah. a. I know that there was video of was a Goff clip telling that... the tackle to go and register as like, a voter with with the ref, and um, but I don't I don't know if there was anything after that if it actually like showed him going over to the ref. There, there is not. a clip of him walking over to the ref and talking yeah. to him. Um, which I also saw. Do you think he was just like, Duh, which hey, that, that's what everyone was like. How are you doing today? Everyone was like, I wonder what in the world they could have been talking to him about. Hey, <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah. So they call that, they call that two point back. Right. And then yeah. they go for and it again. There's a flag on the defense on this time. I think. Yeah. Goff throws an interception, I think on that play. And then there's a flag on the defense. So then they call, it gets called back again, a second time. And then they go for it a third time, and then remind and they're me already what, at like the ten by then. Yeah, no? I think so. Yeah, I think they're already all the way back up by the ten, and then Dan Campbell is just trying to keep the foot on the neck, and it just was not working. It yeah. wasn't. I don't know how I think you it can was like expect he, to go for it that many times and still expect it to work out. Yeah, Goff gets an incompletion on that last one, I think. Um, which even yeah. if he had gotten the completion, I think that receiver was still like a good two or three yards back and would have had and already had a, a guy on him. So it just was not going to happen for that. <laughs> um, yeah, and so Lions lose it. Pretty crazy. Yeah, one point. It's. It was a good game though, front to front to back. I think. Yeah, it, it was felt great. like a playoff game. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, and which is, and I, I really appreciated that. That's what I wanted from these two teams. Mm. Um, and honestly, I don't have a problem with them going for it, over and over. Like at this point, like even backed up, like. Nope, I don't have it. If, if he's gonna, if he's going for. He's making big calls. We just said that there's something missing from these two teams to put them into that elite category. The, and and so he's fighting for that precipice. He's fighting to, to get them over the edge. And I don't know if it was more of a to like, no, we're going to stick with this because I know that we can do it. You need to know that we can do it. Mm. Um, they've overcome a lot of adversity this season, right? Uh their their trend the last half of the season between injuries and um has been rough right with a couple of losses in there they've got some okay wins but not as they still look beatable in a couple of their wins there was one Mm -hmm. solid win where it was like oh fuck that's what they should be you know Mm -hmm. um so no in my mind from a leadership position from like the way that he has managed this team, the changes he's made with this team, the effect that he's been able to have on this team over the last couple of years. Uh, he absolutely, I think has earned the right in my book to make that call and it didn't work. That's it. Um, own it. But ultimately I think he was absolutely going out there and saying, no, we're not changing it. We're going for the win. And I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet that the team also was behind that. That's, call. that's what I was wondering is how the team felt about it. I'm willing to bet that they were like, fuck this. Let's get it. Let's do it. Let's get it. And at that point, it's almost kind of like as a parent with a child, like you want them to make their own mistakes sometimes. So so, so like, hey, this is how it played out, man. You made the bed. And now we got to live with it. Yeah. You know, so let's let's stick with it. We're going to stick to our guns and see. So either either way, whatever one of those happen or some amalgamation of those two situations, like which I'm sure is probably somewhere closer to the truth. I'm okay with it. 
they're still in the playoffs. Like they still took the North. They yeah, this isn't gonna knock them out of contention. Yeah, well. like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this is this is, affects seeding though because they have the same record. The two three seed is fine. Like it doesn't fucking matter that when you're looking at the rest of the of the who you've got on the schedule, it it doesn't matter. Like yeah, but would you rather have the Rams come into your home or the Seahawks? I, You'd rather I, pick I the Seahawks. For, for me, it doesn't matter. Like. Like both of them are not the Niners, so like that's <laughs> that's the key. Like, uh, you're not the Niners. You're not a dying Eagles organization. You're not like so. I I don't know. It's uh, I'm. I feel like level wise too. I, I feel a huge. I feel like the and again, the Seahawks this is where and the Rams think, are in a similar position. Like, I think it comes down to the okay, we're going to do this, but we're going to we have to own own whatever happens. And live what if happens we fall after. to the three seed, we fall to the three fucking seed. And we're going to have to take it from there. Um, so I I support the decision that they made, even though it didn't work, even though, yeah, analytics wouldn't say to keep going for it. Like, mm. no, not at all. Um, but the but, heart. Yeah. No, again, like yeah. You, that's where you have to come. And that's the to, culture like, they're trying to set there to take, too anyway. Exactly. Like, you have to take data out of, out of that position. Data should drive you up to a certain point. They've gotten to the point of the only thing that's going to push them over to that precipice into that elite category is some of these big game time wins against a huge team. And like I said, this felt like a playoff fucking game. They needed to play it like a playoff game in the playoffs. They're not going for one for a tie. Like, I just don't see them doing that. Well, if there's anything missing from the lions, it's not massive fucking balls. So they can check out Dan Campbell's thing. He's going to live and die by the aggressiveness. Yeah. Good. Principles. Uh, so I think matter. uh any, anybody I wish got... we had a head coach that had principles and like abided by them, you know? Like stuck yeah, to them. Like, like a they strong meant something to him. Yeah, a strong compass. <laughs> uh not even morals, just principles. I will live and die by the aggression. Cool. Play it that way. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. I guarantee Dan Campbell never let off the fucking gas. Like that's <laughs> with oh, goddamn. Yeah. Uh, any more on the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys? I don't think so. Cowpokes. I'm excited to see them both in the playoffs. Yeah, it'll I be cool to Cowboys, s- it'll I'm be cool to see what the, uh, the Lions can do. Yeah. All right. So now I think we move on to the next NFC North game. Uh, we were blessed this week, like we were last week, in that one of the matchups was an NFC North matchup. So instead of having to cover three games, we can take out two birds with one stone. Green Bay Packers took on the Minnesota Vikings and uh, thrashed them 33 to 10. Pretty, pretty crazy game. Good, great game for the, for Green Bay. Uh, one thing that stuck out to me right away was, I mean, the Green Bay, Green Bay just dominated uh, time of possession. It was like 33 to 27 or something crazy like that. Or 22, I mean, uh, something nuts like that. I think even watching um, watching it too is like it just felt like the Packers just kept getting opportunity after opportunity. Um, Vikings just couldn't get anything going. Uh, part of that, I think. Can, do you know why, Isaac? Why they started uh, that Hall kid over Mullins this week? Um, I saw I that and was I was to, very curious. I think he was trying to find the hot hand since it's been that's been the situation with the quarterbacks. But also, he's a rookie, so they wanted to kind of evaluate him. But they did not put him in a position to succeed at all. So. Uh, yeah, he did uh, Did not do great. I think he went 5 for 10, 
didn't have his second completion, like a second pass completion until the second quarter. Uh, and then they pulled him for Nick Mullins, who came in and started doing pretty well. But I think it was too little too late by that time. Um, you want to talk about the game a little bit? Is there anything specific? This is your segment. I don't mean to take it over. So. Oh, no, no, you're good. Um, yeah, the Vikings went in with Jaron Hall and just tried to emulate the same thing that they did against the Lions. Pass it deep, seven-step drop back, long developing plays. And uh, he's not built for that. He's not... He's not a pocket passer like that. He's a mobile guy. He likes the bootlegs and shit like that. So immediately they just went in with a game plan for a different quarterback and just put him in it. And the Packers kind of sniffed it out right away. And Joe Barry, out of his element, started <laughs> sending pressure. And it worked. They blew up all the plays pretty fast. And they just couldn't get anything going. Um, there was 13 pass rushers that recorded a pass rush snap and 12 of them got pressures. So like everyone was just super active blitzing this game. Um, I don't know if you guys talked about it last week or not, but Jair Alexander was suspended last week. He'd like some hand signal or something with the coin toss, right? I don't think we did. Yeah, I don't think we did. Um, he went out to the coin toss cause he's from Carolina or he's from Charlotte. So he went out for the coin toss um, and said, the wrong wording and so they almost had to kick it to the start and at halftime so they almost fucked it up in that sense <laughs> how close well, that game was too that probably would have made a pretty big yeah. difference um so he was he got suspended and then Matt LaFleur said it's never just one thing. So I think it's just been an accumulation of him just not playing good this year and just not said not holding up his standard is what they said. And so that's, I mean, and I think the coin toss might have just been the tipping point to just the last thing, the straw that yeah. broke the camel's back. Yeah. And um, he's been back at practice this week and he looks dialed in. I mean, he's not, he's usually like a pretty big troll and just always fucking around but he's just he's he looks like he's got his game face on so uh -oh. i mean sure i guess but you just need yeah, a little spank offense, him behind that's i mean yeah matt lafleur really wouldn't go into it he said that we'll whack jair, him a pee pee that's matt lafleur just said that him and jair went over it and that was about it yeah <clears throat> he didn't really go into detail about it but i mean yeah if you're gonna hold your biggest stars accountable I guess. Yeah, do it. I mean, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Packers' offense, fucking. Which get, sorry, it's good too. Like you don't want your head coach coming out and talking about that publicly anyway. So. Oh yeah, no, he was. No, he was. They kept trying to ask questions about it, like the relationship between them and shit like that. And he was like, "I'm here to talk about the Vikings. Like, I don't want to talk about this right now." Yeah. Um, it's handled internally, and there's nothing else to really talk about right now. For sure, for sure. Yeah, uh, Packers offense looked fucking phenomenal. Um, ever since Aaron Jones came back, they've put back-to-back 30-point -back games, um, which I'll fucking take it because he's kind of the oil that has moved the machine as of recently. Um, that was supposed to be the whole thing of this offense was the running game was going to be the juice for the offense. The primary force of the offense. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that has not been the case at all. So now it's been more relying on love and his strengths. And so now with his strengths plus the running game, it's been just opening shit up left and right for the offense. Mm. Um, and yeah, the Vikings defense was ranked fifth in efficiency ratings. So they had been solid and they had been super aggressive. Um, but yeah, love was just kind of picking them apart. And within this offense, he just knows where all his solutions are at one time. Like he knows that, if these two guys are covered, I have a guy right here sitting in a zone. I'm going to hit this guy. And it's all like super quick. He was never – nothing came unexpected from the Vikings defense. He looked like he was just ready for the game basically. Like, looked like he, he watched like, film, huh? Yeah, he looked like he was ready to <laughs> take on the blitz and shit like that. And he knew the pressure was going to be coming. And there's a lot of times where – yeah, he's just – he knows where – it's almost like a floor general point guard for basketball he just like knows where everybody is on the floor and that's what it seems like he knows where everyone's at he knows he sees when the defense reacts where what's going to be open Mm. and he's just he the understanding that he has of the offense is just really fun to watch right now um especially as a first year starter just him being able to get the offense down and learn the system to that to that strength has been fun to watch and just fun to see him pick up and work on week after week yeah it seems like him like that lack of running game uh early on was kind of like created a situation that acted as like a crucible for him and like in order to work out and burn out all those kinks and really like figure out you know and get comfortable on the field and it seems like now i mean ever since ever since that you know kansas city game they've just or i think even before that they've just been on he's been on fire yeah the lions game was then like you're saying now they have the running back yeah, Aaron Jones coming back. He he's been back for a little bit, but he's now like back to form. Healthy. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> finally getting like twenty plus touches a game and shit like that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, just, not looking good for the rest of the NFC North. <laughs> it's just been fun, especially with how we have the cheapest wide receiver room, cheapest tight end room in the entire league, mm. and. To be fourth in passing offense and like ninth in overall offense right now is just fucking insane. Just to it's fucking annoying. <laughs> this is supposed well, to be just... you guys' like down year, and it, like a couple of weeks ago, you know, or you're, you know, like a month ago, you're just like, yeah, I don't know, I'll be happy if the Packers like, you know, just kind of figure out where Jordan Love is and get him some experience. And now you're like playoff team, <laughs> like it's just like, yeah. give me a fucking break. <laughs> like, and Love is top there is three. no god. <laughs> like, <laughs> Love is top three uh, in passing TDs in the entire league. Did you not there know that is before a God, this, this There season? is a God, but he has a sick sense of humor. <laughs> oh, no. I know. I'm just... Oh, him, him you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's it's fun. It's fun having gonna, a yeah. team with no <laughs> yeah. owner. Yeah. And just... Because with teams with owners, the owners like to get in and fuck shit up. And so having it, being the only team with no owner, I think, pays dividends. Helps you a little bit. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we're the first ranked offense in goal to go distances uh at ninety four point seven percent. And last year we were thirty second with fifty percent. Wow. So the red zone offense has just fucking skyrocketed. I think it's just Matt LaFleur just dialing up creative ass plays. That's what he that's always been his thing, is he's always been a super creative 
play caller um super creative designer and shit like that yeah so since you've known him huh? <clears throat> as long yeah. as you guys have been friends it's just like all you've it's all we talk about it's all you guys honest. talk about i mean it's we still have 41 million dead cap from the rogers trade so we're just kind of we have our entire receiving group is 12 million dollars wow. and that's it yeah and they're under contract for the next two years because it's all just it's just a culmination of rookies and like two second year guys yeah it's crazy to think the difference that like having a, a offensive coordinator who supports the the offense and their play style um you know when you look at total yardage and the bears are only 140 off from what green bay has done this season and yet they've put up 30 passing touchdowns like you know it's just it's efficiency right um like that's it's a better use granted it's only up three slots from where we like total right where we're slotted um but still it's like and that's total yards per game the only thing that saves us is our running game we're second in the league and yards per game for that so it's like that's the one thing where we've been missing is the running game yeah well and again like you said like with jones being down trust trust me i'm familiar there's a reason that i had to eventually just drop him from fantasy because he it, he was just taking up room like I, and, and he was not performing even when he came back which i mean we can argue the same thing for herbert right we're finally saying over the last couple of weeks he's lo- looking more full form again even though he's been back for longer yeah. than that it just takes again they come back they are not a hundred percent yeah you know at this point in the season no one's a hundred percent but like uh they're all operating at like 80 you yeah. know 80 to 90 and it's like well they weren't even there yet but they come back when they're at like 60 65 70 you know to mm-hmm. get a little reps in and make sure that they're like being able to handle some of the cuts and mm-hmm. handle some of the live hits and um yeah so it's it's tough <laughs> it's tough and the they always they keep comparing him to Favre and Rodgers and shit like that by the numbers and shit like that, and his numbers just are better. Like more touchdowns, less interceptions than both of them. And Favre had Sterling Sharp, and Rodgers had Donald Driver, Greg Jennings, and he's working with inconsistent scrubs. Like, no, yes, not, not scrubs. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to say, but the that's scrubs. what it is. Like, it's just like... a bunch of like. Young guys. I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, kind of, but because like you you say, they have the cheapest. God. Yeah, when you look at that though, yeah, yeah, they are the young guys. They just who's to say they're not going to be a Donald Driver yet? You know what I mean? Like who's to say that they're not going to be? You you know, and so a Greg Jennings, and it's like, um, so yeah, I, I think he's definitely got something there, and they're clicking, and that's the other thing is they have they've taken the time they knew that what this season was going to be with with some of that you know and um, very clearly they've made it that like they need the run game though this is very much a dallas situation right if they have a run game all of a sudden like that pass game is like next level Opens up, yeah. but as soon as that mm-hmm. run game goes down the struggles are for real and so it's just being able to uh, to translate that or have like a reliable I, you know dylan held his own i think for for what he is i mean like, that's what well, he is he's a ground and pound four exactly. yards to carry guy um so you know what what you gonna do like (laughs) but you give dylan 20 carries he's not gonna break 100 yards no like jones is it's not his job that's not that's not that's not what he's trained for that's not his style of running yeah i don't think he's not dylan's not meant to get 20 carries no he's meant to get like 10 at the goal line 
yeah <laughs> and, and make people like regret hitting them like yeah I'm, I'm just looking through like totals for the season through 16 games and it's like the bears are behind in categories against relative to the packers when you look at like total yards by 140 total points by 15 total points like you know mm. it's like mm. we are like right, right there. fucking there right there <laughs> right and then i imagine like oh man what if fields hadn't gotten hurt like what could he have done in those four games especially after the like the back-to-back stuff that he was putting together and it before just sort of, then yeah you know so if he hadn't missed those four games and had been able to um had that elevation in there that i think it would be closer i think they would have been a, a little bit closer even then like we're still re- very relatively close we're both mid i'm just like, throwing that out there like like over 16 weeks we're both very mid <laughs> but one a little better mid than the others i mean green bay's uh, uh slightly elevated uh, you're you're above kansas city when it comes to uh, total points scored this season um right above them so and that's why it's very it just, interesting kansas city is just <laughs> this is crazy I mean, they're Watching still a top this, 10 team. No, yeah, they're, they're still great. I just compare like yeah. to where they should be. They're they're yeah. struggling. What were you saying, Isaac? Just watching this year and watching this pass catcher group just has me fucking excited for next year. And just you have a lot to look forward them, to. Yeah, fuck with, yeah, you guys are especially with like Tucker Craft now. How fucking good he looks compared to how he looked at the beginning of the season. Mm. He said even he his own words was watching tape from like the first weeks makes him fucking sick to his stomach because <laughs> he couldn't pass protect for shit run block for shit and now he's out there moving to neil hunter harrison smith and then also you know getting these 40 yard chunk plays and shit like that and then that's not even finally our top protecting protecting his testicles yeah finally looking out for the boys. boys not jumping over people um <laughs> not trying to hurt not people. Even, i miss that though like <laughs> honestly like I I want him to get one. I really do. I was kind of <laughs> rooting for him, actually. I was like, come on, man. I was going like, to say, you want to get the highlight or get the shot to the nuts? <laughs> no, get the highlight. Oh, yeah. like, okay. Because, again, hey, he's got the balls. He's going to take the shot. Go for it. Yeah. Fucking go. Like, yeah. give him one. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's without Musgrave. And I think with Musgrave being out, he's been able to take the number one role and thrive in it. And I think with Rise him and occasion. Musgrave out there is going to be fucking insane. And yeah, the offense is just with how efficient it's been this year with the inconsistency with the injuries and Siwa being out so long and then and the him coming defense. back and just lighting shit up for Detroit and Kansas City and then going back out. It's if we can get a consistent run game and get like a middle of the pack defense, I'm fucking I'm hyped for this team as a whole. I mean, we're already kinda in it, but I feel like this is a good uh Place to Can draw I, the official bears are, line. Bears are number one in interceptions. <clears throat> What's up? Should I hit one more thing? Yeah, go for it. Just so kidding. Pa- We're going to move into the... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the Packers finally had their first 100-yard receiver this game. And it was practice squad elevation, Bo Melton. Bo Melton. Nice. No film on him. And he got signed to the 53-man roster, rightfully so, this week. Nice. But... I think that just shows the continuity of everyone top to bottom knowing the fucking playbook in and out and just understanding the offense and just how this coaching staff is able to translate this shit to everybody and have people on the practice squad that are just ready to go at all times. And 
he fucking he last two games he's come and he's showed out and he earned himself a spot on the roster now and I think he's gonna be around for a while. Nice. And it's it's just fun to watch just guys that were on the practice squad just coming up and torching the Vikings defense like that. It's mm-hmm. it's exciting to watch and it doesn't look like a flash in the pan thing. He actually has like good tangibles as a wide receiver. So I think um, it's a good problem to have with a lot of receivers showing good flashes and shit like that. Clean route. I think you can say created space. Mm-hmm. You know, those are honestly the big ones. If you if you if you get got that after that, like the rest of the stuff is sort of like icing on the cake. That's the one thing that has been very apparent with the route running and the wide receivers is they know how to attack zones and they know how to find open spaces and give love open looks and love helps them create after the catch as well. There's multiple plays in the Panthers game where receivers are just sitting in the zones and there's a de- there's a defensive back closing in and then he'll throw it on the other side so he can not get fucking killed by the defensive back but then also go and make a play after the catch. So it's it's fun to watch the just the system run without an asshat at quarterback and someone who actually understands the offense and wants to run the offense. Mm. It's fun to watch. Yeah. That, I was going to say that too. Uh, it looks like, because it's not only that wide receiver, I think you can say that same thing about um, Jordan Love, that these aren't just flashes that he's showing now. Like this is bearing it's out to be like consistent. Yeah, like consistent upward improvement. So with that, I think the game we'll, is going to be fucking exciting. Yeah, man. dude, we'll draw the line here. The official boundary between the NFC North vibe check and the week 17 preview week. No, not week 17 week 19, 18, 18. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I was confused because we're on episode 20. Skipping around. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's because I was thinking about what episode we're on and then I was trying to remember what. Yeah. Anyway, week 18. We've been preview. talking about this shit since like the first episode. Talking about what you're like week 18 matchup and like how different teams are going to look. Yeah. And, and when we bounced both... back and forth, you know, so yeah. many times. Well, you know what's sad is I think that, that the Bears right now look like what we thought they would look like earlier in the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say earlier, too, like I think if um, I think if we had looked the way we look right now since the beginning of the season, I don't think there'd be any questions or as much uh, drama and controversy surrounding our leadership positions. Um. But anyway, so the Chicago Bears are going into Lambeau Field this Sunday. What's the weather looking like? Do we have a weather outlook for that game? I don't know, but we got Romo and Nance on the call, so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a classic. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, how are you guys feeling? Are you guys? I mean, I'm, Isaac, you're excited. I'm excited. Stein, you excited? I'm just fucking yeah. Thirty five. I'm excited, man. Yeah, I'm excited. Thirty five. Any t- chance of precipitation? No, the snow would put it, this over the fucking. That'd be so amazing. Again, a fucking classic. Zero percent. It'd be chance. so classic. Well, we got time. We got time. We got time for a little storm to move in or something, you know. Um, I think we were saying earlier that this is going to be a really good litmus test, a uh, really good metric, measuring stick, whatever word you want to use for uh, Eberflus, and I think for the team in general. Um, I think it'll be good, good for our defense. I think our secondary is going to get a nice test. I think it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, Jordan Love and the chemistry he's having with his receivers and the way they're clicking. It'd be interesting to see that uh, go up against our uh, our secondary that has been in a pretty good rhythm these past few weeks. 
and against our defense back. as a whole too like yeah uh what's that everyone's back from injury uh christian watson is expected to play uh jaden reed who got injured in the last game who was fucking phenomenal in that vikings game and has just been an insane best wide receiver rookie season for the packers of all time pretty much mm. um he's back practicing dontavian wicks is practicing musgrave is the only question mark right now yeah with that lacerated kidney is there a is there anything you can find on tevin jenkins because i was looking to see like he's not questionable he's not listed as anything but i wasn't able to find any official word that he's like back back so i'm not sure i mean i'm assuming that means he's going to be playing on sunday because i think for the most part we're the bears are going to be healthy too um obviously uh Unique and Gakwe is still going to be out. But I think other than that, like all of our key our key players that have been playing these past couple of weeks are all going to be around and playing. Um, usually they have the uh, – where is that? Well, the injury report came out today for midweek. Yeah, he's not on it. But he wasn't on there. So, I mean, I assume that so means he's playing, like he's right? Chilling. Yeah. Um, That'll be big. Uh, That'll be really big. I think it'll be important. To see if our offense can continue our its rhythm as well against your guys's, I mean, passive defense. Passive, yeah, defense. We have Jair back, so maybe that'll do something. Any Jair on any possibility for a Jair on more action, or I hope so. I think he was on him week one. <clears throat> that'll be great. Um, I think so. Fun to but watch. God, our, I hope the fucking game plan is different than week one. Our Just... defense is. <laughs> passive and likes to stick to their zones and coverages so i it all depends on how joe barry is feeling and how aggressive he's feeling um, uh, it also fully depends on how aggressive gets gets he is feeling yeah. <laughs> or if we're gonna start doing fucking screens left and right again so that's what i've um, seen i've seen a very mixed bag of like let's go take down the packers and shit like that and then more and like half are like it's like I'm not going to get my hope up for the same fucking letdown. And I'm like... It's, Personally, it's I'm trying to so find the, a balance. The spread right <laughs> now. I'm going to go right down the middle, you know? I think the you spread good? is Packers by three right now. Yeah, which just means home field advantage. I mean, yeah, that's it. So at that point, it's a fucking coin flip. Um, however, the predicted score, if you go through like other things, has Green Bay 27, Chicago 16, 17. Um, I could see that. I think I could absolutely see that. That puts it a little closer, like to where we saw the first game. So, mm-hmm. um, I with how the defense is playing, I think that that's going to be something. It's going to be very interesting to see going up against Aaron Jones. Like, I think that would be really good. Can we can we contain that? Um, well, that's the thing. In week one, the average yard. The average yards before contact with the Packers was one yard. So, like, mm-hmm. we couldn't get any movement up front. So, yeah, I'm hoping we can get movement this time. And that'll but, you know, we also weren't able to apply any type of pressure, pressure. on quarterback. Yeah. And we also yeah. weren't able to, like, there were, I mean, we were rushing the front four the entire fucking game. That was it. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, whereas now it's a very different defense. Um, so, I, I think that that's where... It'll be interesting. I want this to be a more aggressive game. I would love to feel. I would love for this to feel like a playoff game, which I mean, technically, it it kind is, of is, it is yeah. a playoff game for Green Bay. Yeah. You know, um, so uh, I would love to see this. As, <laughs> what is the the over under right now? Is 
I'm gonna be like forty something, forty two. Forty four. Forty four. Damn, that's higher it's than 44. I thought. Forty four. That is higher than I thought. Although I will say I would love to see this coming down to like a 29-30 game. You know, and 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 I think that that's very possible with both of these teams. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bears, when they are on, have been, you know, scoring like 24 plus regularly. Um, when when the scheme seems to not be pulling off this random fucking like, like eight. 25 percent screen plays like so um as long as we don't do that and we can create some pressure that's my big thing is can we make jordan love look uncomfortable in the pocket mm. if we or, or even pressure him outside the pocket like if we can do that i want to see how he operates there a little bit more and i because i i don't know i think it'll be interesting um i also want to see I if a we test believe- for our defense <clears throat> because because people have argued like yes we are like are looking like a top a top eight defense right now um uh, we're a piece or two away from being a top five defense and like uh okay but also then everyone pulls that whole well look who who they've played i'm like again it doesn't matter when is a win interceptions and interception turnovers turnover like doesn't fucking matter right you can only play i think some i think also looking back to like some of the teams that we went against that we lost um that were written off as like shitty shitty teams at the beginning seasons ended up turning it around and not being as shitty as everyone thought they were yeah no absolutely uh so i think that one of the i'm looking forward to a real test from a true quarterback like this is this is a true like this is going to be a franchise quarterback right we haven't really faced that in a little bit like consistently not consistently with the the different injuries that have taken place throughout um you know when you go back and look at we had the falcons we had the cardinals even even in, in the cardinals with kyler murray we don't know if he's actually going to be there or not mm-hmm. we had the browns he'll be there um you think so we had the lions just the vikings like the lions super... good um the viking uh we had the lions with Goff. he'll be there still for a little bit who knows how long though not their right? long long term um, for sure guys. and then vikings lions panthers saints like chart you know the the last one that we saw was the chargers and herbert wasn't he out for that game no 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 he was in for that game he got hurt in the next game yeah when he broke his thumb so or or was it that again yeah so anyways i mean like we haven't really faced a franchise quarterback since herbert basically so I want to see a true quarterback. I want to see if our our defense truly stacks up against that real talent. Um, and this is just a true offense, like systematically. Yeah, exactly. This is like a classic, like offensive system that works. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and and honestly, it's a it's an offensive coordinator who truly positions his players to be successful. So, 100%. I'm I want to see how our defense responds to that. Um, with the yeah, ways that they've been playing, they've been playing great. But again, I want to. Uh, this is going to be a true, a true testament to their strength. Mm. Like to solidify their, <clears throat> their position and their like if they idol as like a legit a, defense. A, a, like, are they are they truly going to be a, a force to be reckoned with in the North mm. for the foreseeable future? The same way that, I think you could look at this flip side with the Packers. I think no matter what, the Packers' offense is always going to be some type of force to be reckoned with. They're always going to be something you have to respect that you cannot just look by ever. Um, and so, but I love this. I want the offense defense. I, I, 
I the matchup, yeah. This is just a good yeah. matchup and a good. Uh, it's gonna be good competition on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and it'll be fun to see our receiving core um, out there. Uh, I would love. I would love to see Scott sort of <laughs> make up. Get for, it together. Couple of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, and I hope Fields goes out and still does the same thing. Um, I'm gonna call it. I think I'm. I'm gonna take Green Bay on the win. Um, I think that it's going to be like a 33-30. So I'm going over for sure. But I I think that this could be a good scoring game based on the weather. You know, it's, it's 35 degrees with no snow, no, no precipitation. Yeah. I think this, this is what, this is what Chicago bears and and green Bay Packer football is about. So. It's going to be a good fucking rivalry game. And it sounds like to bet that the 33-30 might be high only because I don't know if picks-wise, I mean, the pack has seven picks on the season. Packs, pack has not been creating turnovers. I just feel like, like too, our defense, time, our defense giving up 30, uh, I feel like... That, that, that's where I'm hesitating. kind of like, I don't know about... 33 that. is what I said. Right, right. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I, just, um, I think it's going to be like... 20 to 14, 20 to 17 type shit. Something like, like I think that. it gotcha. might be a little like a one score game. Yeah. Yeah, with the Packers getting above 20. I don't know. I want it to be a brawl. That'd be I, sick. I, I kind of want it to a be a little shootout. <laughs> yeah. A little shootout at Lambeau. Although, that'd be awesome. If we got it, if we got a solid 2019 game like the like the Detroit Dallas game, that'd be dope as shit too. Yeah. So, all in all, I'm looking at this as our playoff game. You know, like because this is our Super Bowl shit. Really, um, <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah, we made it. Well, right? so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, uh, I like I said, I'm trying to. The range of outcome. Go ahead. It's just the range of outcome is insane. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it really is hard to gauge what what's going to happen. It truly go. It could go all over the place because the thing, like historically, have to take into consideration. This is different. Like analytics does not always apply in situations like this. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm trying to go right down the middle where it's like I could see, I would hope, I, I'm hoping that the Bears can pull it off, um, but it's such a co- it's just such a coin toss, and then it's just with our coaching, and then with just the way it's been, where it just seems like it doesn't, they just Packers always a find a way flip. against us, like they just always do it. It's like I'm ready for disappointment. <laughs> so, one and nine, babe. One and nine. Yeah, it's uh, it doesn't bear out well for us historically, or at least recently. Um, yeah. Any anything else on the game, guys? I'm excited. I think it's gonna be fun. I can't wait to watch it. Um, maybe we should we should try. And, I don't know if you guys have the time, but uh, maybe try and hop in the hop in a call together and watch it. Um, but if not, at the very least, I'm excited to talk about it after too. Um, yeah, you guys got any more? Game. What's that? It's a three twenty five game. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty early. Uh, you guys got anything else on Bears Packers? No. Cool. Um, no, so I think uh, we're moving into the final parts of the podcast. <sighs> the parts where I ask Stein, what have you got for the people? Be sure to check out my other podcast, Chick Flicks with Dicks. Uh, Flicks is spelled with an X. You can find us on just about any podcast platform. If you can't, let me know so I can get us on there. That's all I got for you. Very cool. Isaac, what do you got? Uh, my Instagram, Isaac, E-Y-E-Z-E-C-K. Update all my music on there. And yeah, it's just the best place to follow me. Very cool. Uh, same deal with me, except my handle's different. You can follow me on Instagram at O-H-M-A-R, Daniel. 
Uh, I keep everything updated there. I try to have some fun there. Uh, you can find my music on all platforms. Omar Daniel, no H, wherever you find music. Um, if you would like to send an email to us to tell us something, anything, you can send that email to... What the hell? I had it and I lost it. What the fuck? You can send that email to bearclawpodcontact at gmail.com. I hope you're excited, Bears fans. Anyone who's listening, it's going to be a great day for football. It's going to be a great game. Hopefully it can be fun. Um, we'll see you next week. should be like uh, early in the week. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, have a good rest of your week. Thank you, as always, for listening. Rate, review, share the podcast. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we'll see you next week. And until then, chin up and bear down. Deuces.